All right. Justin, can we please have a one-word prompt? Black sheep. Black sheep. Black sheep. All right. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Do you ever actually, like, count sheep to try to fall asleep? I think I've tried it once. Does it work? It's pretty bull. It's not, I don't know. It's fine. It's I don't fine. have nearly as hard of a time trying to sleep as you do. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try that often. I think it's, I'm bored, though. It gets boring, which I think is the point. That but is the I, point. Hold I don't on think one Hey, welcome to the We're Talking Podcast, the non-boring show where we pit our guests in... Nope, that's later. Uh, the non-boring show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. Sometimes your mouth just gets in a muscle memory kind of state yeah. and you just spit out random shit that is not for that part of the show. Every week we talk about a TV show or movie. This week we're talking about Joyride. Paul Walker, baby, 2001. Paul Walker, baby. Technically, I would say this is part... Of the Fast Universe, but we'll get into that a bit later. It does involve Paul Walker. It does involve cars. For sure, yeah. But before we get to any of that, CJ, I have to ask. Hi. How was your break? Oh, yeah. We had a week off of work. Uh, we C9 had a week off of work. Up, went up to the the old cabin in Minnesota for a few days. Nice. How was that? Got some mini donuts, so A-OK in my book. There we go. Check. Uh, the boat did die on us while we were out in the middle of the lake. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what so, happens then? Well, first it was call our neighbor to come tow us. That's always the backup plan. But then we have you have to lift up the back of the boat to expose the engine, unscrew something to open this plate, and then spray in this like starter fluid. And then try turning it on again. And then it worked. Okay. But then you we were only able to go at like, I'm going to guess, three miles an hour the whole way home. God. So what was wrong with it? It's just a fucking old boat. I don't know. Oh, okay. They keep, it's every year they bring it into the shop to get something fixed. Huh. But, and yet simultaneously every year they say we're probably going to have to get rid of it. I'm like, yeah, get rid. <laughs> it's like, I think from the eighties, I want to say. It's like, oh, okay. you, would you be driving a car that was made in like 1980? I don't think I would. No, but uh, boats are really expensive, I think. I'm not yeah. sure. I, I think it's the same with cars. Like you can get cheap ones, you can get expensive ones. But okay. yeah, it's definitely like we're not, we can't just like go out tomorrow and be like, all right, time to get a new boat. It's for sure right. like tens of thousands of dollars, I think. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. But uh, everything else was good. Were you there during bean hole day? I was not. Not this year. No. <sighs> We were early. Bean Hole Day. Have we talked about Bean Hole Day on this uh, podcast before? I have to I assume like so. Have. Every, I'm sure the whole nation knows what Bean Hole Day is. Our guest is not a log. <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's talk about it a lot then. Uh, you want to bring our guest on? <laughs> yeah. You know him as the composer of this very show. It's Justin Peters. Hello there. Hey, Justin. How's it going, boys? Welcome back. Good. Can I feel rude? We didn't ask how your break was. Oh, yeah. My break was fine. I didn't, I didn't go anywhere or do anything all that special. Okay. Did you watch on. anything? Yep. Did I watch anything? I, wa- I did watch something. I watched uh, Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, nice. Which was fine. I, I saw your letterbox check in. I was like, oh, no. Disappointed. Yeah. I, I was actually talking to a friend of the show, Danny, uh, about this uh, last week. And, yeah, we're both the same mind that, like, could have been better. Like, it, it just... Uh, it wasn't up to par uh, of what we were kind of expecting. So, 
I think in Danny's words, it was boring at times, which is never good. So yeah, especially uh, for a horror movie. I know. Yeah. And especially like a, a big franchise horror movie like that. Yeah. So not great. Not uh, probably not going to be on the podcast anytime soon. So. <laughs> Justin, how's your summer going? Uh, good. I also was at my cabin uh, the other weekend, uh, which is in Wisconsin. Nice. Nice. Our boat did not die, Good. which is great. That's great. Probably not a 10-hour drive to get there? Uh, no, not not even close. It's like just over three. Just. It's, like, it's like if you threw a dart at the middle of Wisconsin, like that. that's exactly where it is. Good old Illinois' backyard. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> it's on all their Pure Illinois' backyard. I get so many Michigan ads on YouTube. It's like, I know you really? exist. You're right there. <laughs> we share a lake. Did I say Michigan? No, you said Wisconsin. No, you didn't. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was like... Ken said pure Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember what Wisconsin's tourism slogan is, and I don't know if they have one. Uh, think, beer and cheese. This I was is, just going to say, I think it's just cheese, cheese with <laughs> a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> yeah. Cheese! I did get some cheese. I stopped oh, nice. at a gas station and got a little... Cheese curds? Cheddar wheel. Uh, no, like a, a little wheel of cheddar. It was nice. Okay. Nice. Mm, nice did you, um, when you guys were traveling up to your lake houses, uh, did you guys like take a, a joy ride up there? Is that is that what you would say? Segway. I would say there was some joy that was had. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about joy ride, uh, which is not that joyful, coming up on nope. the Over Talking Podcast. Burger one, man. This is like a prehistoric internet or something. Can you do a woman's voice? How much fun could you have? Hey there, this is Candy Cane. Who's this? Rusty Nail. And if I were there, Rusty Nail, I'd make you feel good. This is turning me on. When the joke is now on you. We had a little incident here last night. What happened to him? Ripped his jaw. Clean off. This fall. Are you guys ready for an adventure or what? Everything you say. Candy cane. We saw what you did to that guy. You pathetic, lonely freak show. We'll come back to haunt you. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, joined by composer and returning guest Justin Peters. And we're talking about his choice for this week, which is 2001's Joyride, starring Paul Walker and Steve Zahn and the girl whose name I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Anyone? No. Lily Sobieski. Oh, come on. Justin, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for someone for you to describe for someone who's never seen Joyride, which is probably a decent number of people, uh, what it's all about. Ready, go. Paul Walker is a college student who's uh, driving cross-country back home and uh, decides to pick up his love interest along the way in a, a newly purchased vehicle. Um but detours to pick up his problemsome brother from jail. Uh, and in the process, they get a CB radio, and they do some radio pranks and piss off the wrong trucker, and uh, they pay the price Five, mightily. Four, three. Some hilarity ensues. Time. <laughs> yeah, Steve Zahn is still in in the movie, so it's, yeah. it's still got some funny moments. Steve Zahn, he rules in this movie. He rules oh, in everything, he... but he's... Awesome. He stand he stands out in this movie for sure. <laughs> Paul Walker is fine. I mean, Paul Walker, R.I.P. But is not maybe the best actor in the world. But Steve Zahn did really good in this movie. Yeah. I feel like 
That's I said that out loud when I turned this on, and he showed up. I was like, I love Steve Zahn. He's good yeah. in everything. He's yeah, right? he's so good. Absolutely. So before we go any further, Justin, I need to apologize to you. When you first brought this movie to me, you said, "Hey, are you taking requests for October movies?" And I said, "Yeah. Well, what are you what are you thinking?" And you said, "Joyride." And then I looked it up. I didn't know anything about the movie, and it just said thriller. And I was like is this really a horror movie though? And then I, I like talked you out of it and, and then we just decided to do it now. But having watched it, this is 100% a horror movie. Uh, okay. And totally would have been fine in October. So sorry in advance that, about that. No, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I didn't have to wait to come back on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's scary. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. there's, there's some gore. There's uh like, I mean, I guess it is like genre, uh, a horror movie. It's like they're being stalked by a killer. I picked this because this was like, I watched this movie when I was in like sixth grade. One of my brother's friends uh, put it on and I fucking loved it. And it became when we actually, when we go to my uh, family's cabin, we would watch this every time we went up there. And so this is like one of my most watched movies and I haven't seen it in a long time, but Going back to it, I was like shocked at how how scary it still is. Like, even though I know what's going on, it's like it's a little schmaltzy sometimes. Mm. Um, but like, it it I think it holds up. I I was very stoked about it. Yeah, it's definitely very. I, I'll say watchable. It's uh, it's definitely got uh, some, some good moments in it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch this. Oh, okay, it, cool. It is it is decently watchable. Yeah. I don't want to tip my hand too early about my my rating. It's it's not bad. Anyway, go it's, ahead. It's definitely no. It's definitely not bad. Yeah. And Justin, I have to ask for this viewing. Did you watch it while cooking? No, this <laughs> I actually uh, watched it with my full attention this time. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Seems like you don't need to though. You've seen it like hundreds of times, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess if there's if there was a movie for me to have uh, like one third watched, this might have been it. <laughs> yeah. So in this movie, um, they've got some pretty fun CB radio handles being thrown around. The mm-hmm. Paul Walker and Steve Zahn impersonate a woman, and they gave her the name Candy Cane. Mm-hmm. Candy Cane. And then, of course, the main antagonist, I'll say for now, villain is villain is uh, Rusty Nail. So uh, good. So Did you good. guys? No, like as soon as we heard his voice, I was like, I know that actor and could picture him immediately. Did you guys know it's voiced by none other than General McGrath from Wild Wild West? Oh my God. Is that who that is? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Episode 97, folks. Wild Wild West. Featuring me. Wow. Featuring none other than Justin Peters. That's right. Wow. You got a thing for this guy. Well, I was going (laughs) to ask what what everyone's uh, CB radio handle would be. Oh gosh. Lunchbox. Sleepy boy. Uh Thundersplash. <laughs> yep. These are all great. All right. <laughs> Ten four. <laughs> uh, have have either of you ever used a CB radio before? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Um, it's just like a what is it? What is a CB radio? It's just like a short shortwave radio yeah. in a car. It's yeah. a it's a longer range walkie talkie. <laughs> yeah, pretty talk. much. I know that uh, CB enthusiasts are called hams, which is why it's sometimes called ham radio. Mm. Mm. 
Interesting. Seems like an insult, but they it's yeah. like a a term of pride that they they've self imposed. Just hamming it up. Yeah. Because I immediately went to so are they calling themselves pigs? Like that's isn't that what? <laughs> oh. But pigs no. is cops, which they call bears. About Do cops use yeah. CB? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Why would you use a CB rate? Like it's the least. It's the most like public. Yeah. Like way of communicating. I think they do. You know. can go and buy like a radio and listen to police. There's police so, like, scanners. The police scanners. Yeah. Right. That's all that is. Huh. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know if they have like reserve channels and you get in trouble if you're on them or something. In the movie, they kind of they refer to it as like a proto, uh, like chat room. Yeah. Um, did you guys? Do you guys right. ever do chat rooms? Uh, sure. Yeah. I back do in the chat day. rooms. Come on. <laughs> That's the only way I could communicate with women. <laughs> <laughs> women, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mid- middle school girls. Who yeah. you thought were women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't do so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you guys, uh, in a different life, you could, maybe you guys would be hams. Maybe. It's a, the same, same uh, mentality. Yeah. Not having to look somebody in the eye when you talk to them. That's up yeah. my alley. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and uh, being referred to by a... Very goofy, immature yeah. name that's not Screen your own. name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I just thought of mine. Don't want to share it. <laughs> oh, mercy. do it. You have no, to. No, you, you absolutely have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was because, of course, we grew up outside of Chicago. It started with duh, not the, D-A, of course. <laughs> duh weirdo. <laughs> the weirdo. Yep. Nice. That was your AOL screen name? Yep. Nice. And some numbers on there. Were you weird? Guys, you know me, right? <laughs> this sick, twisted mind of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Uh, mine was uh, very cleverly Mr. Cool Drum Man because I used to play drums back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mine, mine similarly was Drum Playa nice. with an A H. A H. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would get the ladies. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, it, it didn't. <laughs> No. Yeah, definitely worked. <laughs> Doesn't really help at all. Uh, nope. And then you had like eight million song quotes in your away messages or whatever. Oh <laughs> all yeah, with different 100%. fonts and colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to have the fun uh, plugin that you could show what you're listening to at that moment. Oh wow, that's high tech. Wow, you're right there. advanced. Yeah, I didn't have that. that. Was late late days AOL back then. Just play uh, hockey with AOL discs. They're just filled dumpsters full of them. <laughs> I made a uh, poster of just old AOL discs, like the on the backside of them, because I thought it looked cool. Nice. What is everyone's favorite moment from this movie? I'll go. I'll go first. A little bit of a spoiler, but not really. Uh, eventually, uh, Rusty Nail General gets a hold of the girl who shall not be named because I can't remember it. Um, At least OBS. And thank you again, still don't know it and uh, gets her in a hotel room and ties her up and ties a shotgun basically to the door. So someone would open the door kablooey. And uh, yeah, I just like that whole, that whole setup. And there was, there's a lot of tension around. Yeah. That, that entire scene is yeah just like so tense um yeah one of the people that i was uh was up that i was watching it with like had to leave the room (laughs) she couldn't handle it (laughs) yeah 
I like when um, the the brothers get butt naked and go to a diner and order twelve cheeseburgers. Yeah, what was the point of that? I I don't I loved it, but why embarrass them? Yeah, yeah Rusty okay. Nail says like now they're the butt of the joke. Yeah, okay. But what I want to know is, shouldn't the employee at the diner have been like? How are you going to pay for it? You don't have pockets. <laughs> oh, you don't want to know where he's keeping his credit card. <laughs> I had a moment where it's pretty early on that they start chatting with Rusty Nail. And then we, they basically like run into him. And then they kind of like go in their separate ways. And then I like pause the movie and I was like, Wait, they've already met the bad guy. We're halfway through the movie. How is yeah. it? What's going to happen now? And it really threw me off, but I guess in a good way, because it, it was like suspense, and then there was an ending, and I was like, "But we still have half the movie to go. What's going to happen?" Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, I, I that threw me off too. It felt like, oh, the movie's over. Are you Why? talking about the the ice guy? I think no. I think well, I mean, they no. Was, they they like run into when he rusty plowed nail through the ice truck, but they uh, okay. Rusty yeah, nail has them pinned up against a tree, and then he's yeah, like, right, right, okay, yeah. Oh no, actually, I'm gonna leave you alone, and then he leaves him alone. Yeah, but then uh, the b- big spoiler at the end when like the truck comes crashing through. That's that's the ice guy that was in the truck. Yeah, yeah. He kept the ice guy's body apparently, yeah. and then yeah, put him in the truck and. That's through the motel. I think at the end. I think that's a that's a great twist. There there are sequels to this movie which I have not seen. Oh wow! Um, and I understand are really bad. <laughs> yes, um, I looked them up briefly. Uh, they look really really bad. There's no star power anymore. Yeah. Uh, and from what I understand, no plot other than rusty nails is in both of them. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice, good for him. Yeah. Also, to just get a voiceover role, because the actual guy is not him. It's not that actor. There's like a body double. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, hey, what a great, good payday for him. While I was watching it, I did, I the part where they're like in the cornfield and he's chasing them down, I I did kind of fall out of it a little bit. And I was like, yeah. they're, they're being stalked by a truck. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really like, yeah. it is funny that they don't show rusty nail like really as a person almost at all mm-hmm. because like they are it's like uh, they're just being chased by a by optimus prime yeah it, it reminded me a lot of of uh duel can i wrote down I the same thing the yeah episode 75 yes duel steven spielberg's first movie right that's right that was i think that was the first time i ever met carissa oh wow yeah i haven't seen it um it's good it's very good yeah Yeah. but yeah it's 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 a similar premise of someone pisses off the wrong trucker and that trucker hounds someone on a highway basically yeah but justin i was thinking the same thing as you as like guys trucks aren't really known for being able to make tight turns yeah just pick a direction and turn like you could turn around and run at the truck and probably be able to like just Pick a direction at the last moment and get away. Or, like, it's chasing three of you. Just split up. Yeah, like, which it they... It literally cannot follow all of yeah. you. Yeah. Or just turn around. Like, it's not going to be able to turn around at exactly. all. I don't know. It's silly. You could be riding the back of the truck and the guy would not know. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you seen how long it takes for a truck to get up to speed? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you see it, it's going to be a couple minutes before it's able to get fast enough to be any sort of threat. Yeah. And again, you could probably, as it's coming towards you, 
hop onto the hood of it or something. And sure. be like, but that's no fun to watch. I know. I get it. Ugh. They finally do split up, kind of, and then, yeah. And then I do think out. it's kind of funny that they're just like lost in the middle of a cornfield <laughs> shouting each other's names. It's like, all right, I didn't really have a plan here. Yeah. And then the car explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Rusty Nail goes, he puts in a lot of work to torment these people. Sure He's spray does. painting road signs. That's got to take him a long time. They, at one point, they throw out the CB radio from the car because they're like, okay, we're done with this. And then Rusty Nail finds it. Yeah. And then puts it in their trunk. He could he should have just left it, honestly. Come on, man. He did uh nearly kill a guy in, like because of them. True. True. I mean kind of. He oh, didn't yeah, have to kill scary. a guy. <laughs> yeah, th- that that part is like that part's intense. Yeah. Seeing seeing what he did to that guy in the hospital with his lower yeah. jaw removed. Yeah. You just yeah. see the teeth from the upper jaw yeah. and his tongue. So scary. I I that is like burned into my brain from seeing yeah. this as a child. Like, oh. that. yeah, sixth grade, Justin. That uh, that seems a little <laughs> early. Yeah. My my brother uh, got me into shit I should not have seen. I saw Requiem for a Dream when I was in sixth grade. Oh my god! <laughs> How did you not become addicted to heroin? <laughs> they don't exactly glorify it in that That's movie. True. <laughs> That's true. true. Actually, they should probably show everyone that. At, uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that and train spotting. That'll really set right, you straight. Yeah. yeah. You want to shit your bed? Yeah. <laughs> Scared straight, brought to you by Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> well, I think it might be that part of the show where we do a little bit of trivia. Are you guys ready for some of that? Yes, yes. sir. Because it's time for... Hey, did you do that? That's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we pit our guests and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watch. Justin, CJ, are you two ready? 10-4. I can't remember if we actually said this or not, but how many sequels are there to Joyride? Two. Uh, I'd give the point to Justin. I'd be taking a stab in the dark. It yeah. sounds like he knows the answer. <laughs> Justin, that is correct. There's two sequels. There's three total. What are the other ones called? Do you have an N.O., Ken? Or is it just Joyride 2 and 3 kind of thing? I love a good movie think, where they change I it. I think it is. Just two and three. Boring. At least put a colon something after it. Make yeah, it there's colons. Uh, Joyride oh. 2, Dead Ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> Pretty good. Joyride 3, Roadkill. All right. Yep. That's Yeah. All right. See? Glad I asked. <laughs> Both have very more obviously uh, horror-themed movie posters. Gotcha. Dead ahead isn't even really like a road term, is it? Like, <laughs> just means I mean, like straight. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's got more applications than just road for sure. I'm picturing the movie poster has like a head that's been decapitated, like on the hood of a car. The Joyride Three has the truck, and they've kind of made it in a way that looks like it's a skull somehow. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. All right. Well, Justin, you get the point. Next question. Here's a good one. First person answer gets the point. What other movie did Paul Walker appear in the same year Joyride came out? Fast and the Furious. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Two car movies in one year. I know. Well, that, so that was what I was getting to earlier. Th- does this count as a fast movie? Like, maybe this <laughs> changes a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe this is a prequel 
And like this scared him straight to go into law enforcement. They do drive fast. Mm -hmm. There is Mm -hmm. fury. Yeah. It's about family. Right. That's right. It's checking all the boxes. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to uh, check in with the tool man. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The authority (laughs) figure. Yeah, we'll see. Call in, tool man. (laughs) Call in, tool man. Let let us know what you think. Is this this canon? Have you seen it? Probably not. He hasn't seen many movies. He's seen The Fast Furious and Citizen Kane. I think that's it. All right, next question. Uh, Here's another fun one. Paul Walker, again, uh, first person answer correctly gets the point. Paul Walker and the voice of Rusty Nail... Shared scenes together in what other movie? It was not Wild Wild, Wild, Wild West. West. <laughs> it was not Wild Wild West. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious is correct. <laughs> he was yes. in that one? He was Sergeant Tanner in Fast and Furious. He was like his boss. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Dang. Good for them. Yeah. Ted Levine uh, was uncredited in Joyride. So he just... I don't know. Just did the voice. Uh, apparently, they recorded his voice after filming as well. Mm. Uh, so they didn't actually hear any of that. All right, next question. Keeping on that thread, Ted Levine or Levine? Levine I don't know. One of those right. is also famous for portraying another killer in what movie that came out 10 years prior? In 1991? 1991 is correct. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that hint. I have no um, idea. Yeah, this is a little tough. John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. He's not this character, but another character in the movie enjoys something along with the side of fava beans. Hannibal Lecter. Han- Han- uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence Hannibal? of the Lambs is correct. Okay. He plays Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Never seen it. Really? Apparently. I don't know. According to IMDb Trivia, I didn't fact check that one, but <laughs> I, I'm just... This guy's in everything. I that, hold on we gotta fact check that right now because now i'm thinking about it i don't remember isn't that a prominent world. character in that movie yeah he's the main guy they're going for oh shit yeah that's him yeah wow weird all right uh well i think it, it was at a clean sweep so far <laughs> yeah. for uh for just <laughs> big old yeah. goose egg over here okay uh damn so he's in flubber he was in flubber <laughs> this guy's in everything all over Jurassic, the map. Wow. Jurassic World. Wow. Huh. Versatile. Wow. All right, Siege. Let's see if you can get on the board with this next question. What was the alternative title for Joyride used in the UK? And this is multiple choice. Was it A, Dead End? Was it B, Roadkill? Can you say I'm in British was accents? It, so we can really put ourselves A, there. Uh, Oi, Dead End? Uh, was it B, Oi, roadkill. <laughs> okay, isn't it? Roadkill. Was it C, pit stop? <laughs> that was good. Or was it D, I can't even do this one in an accent, S- squelch? Squelch. Pit stop. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I was leaning to. Unless it's, I'll just say squelch. I'm already going to lose. <laughs> the correct answer is roadkill. Uh, apparently oh. Joyride uh, doesn't have the kind of double meaning in uh, British, so they else. missed an opportunity to call it the Gory Lori. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> they, <laughs> they call they call semi trucks lorries in yeah. the UK. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, okay. That's good. That's yeah. not cultured. Uh, I'm Thanks. Not cultured. 
One of those other titles was the working title while filming. Which one was it? Squelch. That's correct. Yeah, it was Squelch. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be an answer for something. There's no way you just came up with that. <laughs> no, that's a very weird, specific word. Probably with that sound that was made when uh, that dude lost his lower jaw. <laughs> Squelch. Okay, this is the final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? For those who don't know, this is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Justin, since you're in the lead, you go first. I don't, I'm going to assume critics didn't adore this. It's not really a critical darling. 56. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking like low 60s. Pretty, uh, do I think it got above? I'll say higher. I'll give it some credit. CJ, you get the point. Yeah. It was uh, 74%. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Good job, holding, Paul. Holding, holding back my, 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 <laughs> interesting. my thoughts. Interesting. I think I'm, I'm making them pretty obvious at this point. Uh, okay, yeah, very interesting. But, CJ, I don't think that was enough points to, to overtake Justin. So, it Justin, you're our winner. Congratulations. <laughs> Just for fun, what do you guys think the audience score was in Rotten Tomatoes? 62. 100. <laughs> That's <Love> exactly it. <laughs> wrong. Uh, it was 66%. Okay. 60, yeah. yeah. All right. Still pretty good, though. Yeah. I think. I am shocked that the critics like this better than the audience. That yeah. is very surprising. Yeah. I don't totally understand that. Uh, but hey, maybe it's time for us to get to our ratings. It's time for ratings on a scale of 1 to 10. Justin, what would you rate Joyride for you? It's a good uh, popcorn movie. It has some uh, plot flaws. Nothing really problematic, though. That's nice. It's pretty spooky. It's like an actual like good thriller. 7.8. Wow. Okay. Only a little bit higher than the, uh, the critics. There's also, nice. I guess, nostalgia goes into it, too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go next. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm gonna be the the outlier here. Um, we'll see. All right. For <laughs> me, uh, a scale of one to ten, what would I rate this? For me, look, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some plot issues here. I think there's some unnecessary detail that is just not fleshed out beyond just getting these characters together at certain points. Yeah. Uh, just seems a little, little thrown together, but you're right. And there's something problematic. Like he kidnaps, kidnaps this girl and it could have gotten a lot creepier than it, it did, which is, is good. There's some good horror moments in this movie, but Paul Walker's acting is not great, but it's, it's good to see him in something. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the map here. I like, I like parts of it a lot, but other parts I'm just like, it's fine. So for me, I'm just going to give it a six out of 10. Okay. Which is still pretty good. I think, wait, let's see what I put on on uh, my letterbox. Okay, yeah, I wrote, remind me to never purchase a CB radio and piss off a trucker. That's good advice. Pretty straightforward. That's, that's that is the, the, the moral of the, exactly. of the film. Uh, CJ, what would you rate this for you? For me, Ken, on my letterbox review, I, we were on the same page. I wrote, modern day duel. Ah, perfect. <laughs> I genuinely didn't see that before this. Yeah. This is this is dual, but 
with more twists and a little more entertaining, I think. Yeah, I um, think so, yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm in the hand-holding club with you. I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. I think this is a okay. six. This is a fine movie. It was entertaining. I liked the twists. Yeah. It held my attention. Uh, I sort of liked that you met the villain in the middle of the movie, and then there was still half of a movie to go. And I was like, I truly was like, huh, that's weird. What are they going to do now? And yeah. I was entertained. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I like that it was split up a little bit like that. Something I forgot to point out that was that I didn't like uh, was the love interest plot that kind of bounced yeah. between both brothers that didn't go anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, there wasn't really a need for that. They could have just said like, hey, I'm going to pick up my friend on the way home. Like, okay, <laughs> that's it. I I saw in the trivia on IMDb that they had filmed two additional scenes, one with each brother where it was like actual romance between the girl and one of the brothers. And they just cut that because good, obviously not necessary and has nothing to do with the plot really. So yeah, smart. I think it's a very compelling uh, love triangle personally. (laughs) Yeah. Very compelling that the brother's a dick. He doesn't really learn his lesson at all about anything. (laughs) And it's just kind of a creep, but yeah. Yeah. Lessons really not learned across the board, and, and I don't yeah. think anyone gets the girl. Does anyone get the girl in the end? We don't even know, right? No, she. Uh, it ends with her like, uh, they all like hear his voice on the radio oh, right. one That's more it. time, like huddled in the back of an ambulance. Yeah, giving birth to a franchise, <laughs> a beloved franchise. <laughs> uh, someone must be watching it. If they made not one but two sequels. Yeah. Someone must have checked out the second one and was like... Ted Levine, that's who's watching it. Ted, yeah, just him. <laughs> and Wayne Knight, getting together and for, Wayne, for movie Wayne night. Wayne Knight, yeah. Fan of the show. <laughs> Is it critic of, critic of the show? True, yeah. Maybe not a fan, you're right. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> yeah, Izzy Bill was pretty harsh, yeah. <laughs> just specifically not a fan. Well, Justin, thank you for joining us. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here or any words of wisdom you would like to share? Don't get a CB radio and piss off a trucker. Yes. Um, would be uh, my words of wisdom. Um, friend of the show, Carissa, and I have a fun little project called Kinesonics where we do music and yoga. Yeah. And on July 27th, we're doing a guided meditation at Comfort Station in Logan Square. So that'll be fun. I'll be playing some vibraphone, making some uh, spacey music, and Carissa is going to tell you how to talk to your brain. Which we all need. Awesome. I can attest to it firsthand. I went to one of these in a big old church. It was amazing. That's awesome. I want to make it out to one of these because it looks awesome, and I love both of you. So I love I you too. Come to it. <laughs> cool. Well, CJ, what do we got to plug? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Email us like actor Wayne Knight did at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Call or text us at USA Cat1591. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. Type in the words Justin or the words Justin Peters or Peters probably. You can find his Wild Wild West episode, episode 97. That was years ago, folks. Wow, really? Shit. I mean, it has How to be. How long ago? I don't know. We're on 300 something now. That was 97. Yeah. <laughs> you do the math. Hmm. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yep. Uh. Oh, no, they're here. Beep, beep. Oh, no. They're, they're squealing in, taking minutes to slow down enough to stop 
in a truck. Okay, they're stepping out. Yeah, oh yeah, they're stepping out. Ah, it's the over-talking overlords. You could have guessed. Uh, that did not come through as what I think it was supposed to be. Um, yes, they're here. They show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and rate and review. That's what helps people find this podcast, folks. Also, we spend enough money in advertising, so if you like to help, you tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. And they are speeding away, and I think CJ is on top of what I think both of us just realized we need to do, which is check to see who right. wrote in a review saying some bitch uh, on Apple Podcasts. CJ, how many people? I think I know the number, but let's see. We're up to, let me just count here. Okay, carry the one, a grand total <laughs> yep. of zero. Oh, wow. <laughs> Folks, listen, it's a minute out of your day. Open up the Apple Podcast thing. Also, how, how dare whoever gave us a not a five-star review? There's somebody that did three stars, I think. What? what <laughs> do they say anything? I, it, won't, it won't show me. Um, so now, of course, we have a 4.9 rating out of five. <sighs> what the fuck? Some bitch. That's what they are. Some bitch. <laughs> listen, if you're that guy who goes on Apple Podcasts and gives three stars to podcasts, in my book, you're not some bitch. We reserve some bitch for good people. Yeah. It's good. Just it's like, a good thing to be a some it's bitch. It's a good thing. Just like Jason Mimosa. We like Jason Mimosa. So, yeah, yeah. King of brunch. That's right. Okay. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Thanks again, Justin. Uh, time for... For us to say what we say at the end of every single episode. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's special guest was Justin Peters, who does the music for this podcast. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.